0: Hi, friends. Welcome to Encouraged and Equipped. On this podcast, we introduce you to the women of Christ Chapel Bible Church. We share our stories to encourage and equip each other to live out our faith in Jesus. We are so glad you're here. Some things are worth listening to, and this episode is one of those things. Paige Dunn, Laura Johnson, and Camille Adams wisely and honestly share their experiences with listening. They not only talk about how they strive to listen well, but also how loved and valued they feel when people listen to them. They sift through some of the challenges in listening to God and highlight the gifts that come from it. Here's their conversation.
1: Hi, I'm so glad you guys are joining us today. We are talking about listening. It seems a little ironic to talk about listening, but I think it's really important, and I'm so glad to have Paige and Laura to talk about listening with me today. Something that you should know about Laura, and I didn't know this until today, is that apparently she used to visit Germany every year. Yes, I did. That is incredible, and (laughs) to get to see all that beauty and history and and experience
0: that with your family? Yeah, it was good. And I would go with my brothers and my parents every year when I was growing up. And my dad was stationed there in the Air Force. So um, we really got comfortable going there every year. And we got to go during Christmas time, and it was just such oh. a magical time. And we got to see the Christmas lights and the Kindle and see mm-hmm. all of their special traditions and holiday things. So That was always a good memory.
1: That is really amazing. I love that. Mm. On a different note, something you should know about Paige is that I've never met anybody in my life who loves Excel more than Paige done. That's (laughs) true. I mean, if you ask Paige to do something in Excel, she legitimately gets excited
2: about it. I do. I worked on Excel for about five hours this morning, and it was one of the best mornings I've had in a long time. (laughs) I loved it. I love
1: that about you, Paige. That's so wonderful. Well, what is something that has brought you joy recently? What's a small thing that's brought you joy?
2: Well, I have a... My my grandmother is 103. And we talk to her on the phone. Someone in our family talks to her on the phone every night. Um, A lot of times it's my mom, but me and my daughter do it occasionally. And the other night... Uh, we were talking to her, and she taught us how to play the harmonica. What? And she's a big musician, and so it was really neat to get to... She couldn't see us. We could we could see her through a video, but um, get to teach us. And she was just... She said, this is going to go down in history. It's the first time anyone has learned the harmonica over the phone. That is incredible. Oh, wow. I, I don't think that is actually... Well, sure. Yeah. But that is amazing that she... It was, it was really moment. fun, and Mil- and my daughter Millie did really good too.
0: <clears throat> oh, that's so fun. What about you? Um, for me, so I'm 18 weeks pregnant. Yay! Hey. Found out it's a girl. Um, but my my joy is actually my husband bought me a pint of my favorite ice cream. <gasps> it's waiting for me in the freezer. What is it? It is Haagen Dazs coffee ice cream. My absolute <sighs> favorite flavor.
1: Oh, yes. that sounds so good. So
0: pregnancy gives me an excuse to eat whatever I
1: want. Nice. And it's great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have that excuse, but I probably will just go ahead and get some. There you go.
2: Maybe I should use
1: mm-hmm. an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, let's jump in and talk about listening. Um, my first question is what does listening to the Lord mean to you? I think we can hear that phrase a lot and it can be confusing and people have different thoughts about it.
0: So what does listening to the Lord look like in your life? Well, I am going through Women in the Word this Mm -hmm. semester and we're going through James. And I think James is very clear on the distinction between hearing the Word and deceiving yourself versus listening to the Word and being obedient to Scripture. Mm. And that was, I think, one of the key points that really hit with me is that listening is being obedient to Scripture, but also taking your eyes off of yourself and having a heart of humility and a place of low- lowliness to where we can really sit and be still and listen mm. to God. That is difficult. Yes. I'm just going to say that for So we all know,
1: yes. I, extremely.: I can't imagine that being uh, a strength for somebody naturally. Mm-mm. I think it's difficult to sit and be still, mm-hmm. and to, in that to be humble, too.
2: Yeah. I would say that all the, all the things that, that Laura was saying, um, I know for me, turning my attention and my affection um, to him. And allowing the Holy Spirit to work on me and to to let that affect me and uh, my obedience, basically what you were saying. Um, And just thinking about it, no, God um, is invisible. And when Camilla was saying it, so it's hard. It's hard to have the discipline to listen. And um, so just thinking about how much more discipline that might take and kind of the difference between um, you know when you're talking to a friend and what that's mm-hmm. like and and listening to them and then um, using that to really think about how much more do I need to do or not do not be distracted by um, and really be still before the Lord um to be able to to hear him when I can't I can't actually hear him mm-hmm. as audibly
1: yeah I think you said the word discipline and I think that hit the nail on the head too. It's, it is a discipline because I know for me sitting and being still is just not part of my everyday practice. And maybe the more that we do it, the better we become at it. Mm -hmm. And it requires that intention. Like you were saying, Paige Mm -hmm. to really focus your attention that way. Why
2: is listening so important? I, when I think about listening, one of the first things I think of is who I'm listening to and the attention I can give them to um, just let them know how valuable they are as a person. Um, I think also, if you take that with the Lord, showing Him how valuable He is to you is it's one of the ways that you can honor and kind of worship Him in that way. Um, I think it also reveals what's important to us if we choose to listen to something, mm. whether it's someone that we might be listening to something we might be listening about might be more inclined to listen to a certain type of thing um it just kind of shows if we're not listening it maybe means that we think we're more important (laughs) Mm -hmm. um that's convicting so just kind of you know removing ourselves and thinking about what's important showing other people um they're valuable and i mean it's just more fun Oh. It makes life a lot more fun. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. I never thought about that. Yeah, w- to be present and engaged. With, you know, yeah, for sure.
0: I thought too. I think it allows us to better understand and resolve conflict. I mean, obviously, for someone who's married, this is a great example of um, just building trust in who you're speaking with, and um, it resolves conflict quicker. Um, you're able to identify and anticipate problems quicker, um, which ultimately leads to a happier spouse and a happier marriage. Mm-hmm. I know for me, I,
1: I despise conflict. I'm very bad at it, and so I tend to avoid it. But in the times when um, I've taken the intention to really sit and listen to the person, um, I had this come up recently, and it took everything in my power to not respond um, right away and to really think about the things that that person had said, um, and pray about it. And luckily I had both of y'all's voices in my head because we had just chatted about this a little bit. (laughs) Um, but I was thinking about how, while I was listening and it really shaped the way that, um, the Lord helped me to respond in a way that was more honoring, um, and really recognized what that person was saying. So yeah, the Mm -hmm. building of trust I think is huge. Um, Because that's what helps you to make it to the other side of that conflict. For sure. As opposed to being stuck in it. Do you know anybody who listens really well? And if so, what is it about them that lets you know that
0: they're a good listener? Well, I have um, a good friend, and I consider her to be my mentor. And she's one that I've taught Sunday school with, and I think kind of what you were saying before is what I love about her and what I think makes her a good listener is that she gives really thoughtful answers and she remembers what I say so that she can follow up later on. Mm. It's not like college exams where you're studying really hard and you're crash studying and then you take the test and then you forget everything. Mm -hmm. She really took the time to sit, to focus her eyes on me, to consider the things I have to say. And to remember that, and it made me feel so special when she follows up with me. And she said, mm-hmm. you know, I remember you said this. How is that going? And yeah. for me, that just really makes an impact on me. And I think that's what makes a good listener.
2: Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. The, you know, it, it's always nice whenever you get a text, or I don't really do phone calls much anymore. I'm not a phone neither. talker. Yeah. I probably should be, but, um, you know, with someone that's kind of followed up with something that you said a while back and how special that is. And Mm -hmm. um, it's just, yeah, it just makes you know that you're valuable to them and they were listening. And Mm -hmm. um, whenever I hear listening, the first name that comes to mind is Amy Foster. Oh, yes. And although I don't know her that well personally, um, I was able to hear her talk um, before about how she sits still Um, before the Lord and listens and just kind of the discipline of that and really just taking the time to actually not talk. Um, Said, the Lord knows what's on my heart. And sometimes she said that it can kind of make her, not make her more anxious, maybe kind of make her more anxious to voice all of the concerns that she has. Um, And so sometimes it's good for her just to sit and listen Mm-hmm. To the Lord for I think she said a good while I I don't remember exactly but um, that really kind of encouraged and, and inspired me it was it, one it was cool because I I've, I've had a lot of mental health stuff so we've there's a lot of meditation and breathing practices and all that Um, so it was neat to kind of see more what obviously the world says is a a good thing for you to do for a health wise um, but that the Lord made us that way. And if we use that with Him and our time with Him, um, how much more special and productive Mm. um, that is. And so it was really neat just to to hear her talk about that in sort of more of a spiritual um, way and to know that people actually do that out there Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the world. So that was really encouraging. Yeah. Especially in a way that honors the Lord, like...
1: You think about the fact that God desires to be known, and He wants us to know Him just like He wants to know us. And if we are not listening, we can't know Him. And so harnessing that discipline in order to know the Lord more, I think, really is so glorifying to Him, but also just draws us that much closer to Him. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to have to think back about that for a while, because it's a good challenge to sit I've heard her say that before to sit and be quiet for a number of minutes and any number more than one is a lot for me. It is a lot. lot. Yes. Yeah. I have also been the beneficiary of somebody following through. and I know Paige, for for me, you have followed up with me before, like months after I brought something up and you've sent a text or a letter or something. And I was like, oh, she was really listening about that. And so oh, you know. just, just an God meant to you that the Lord used you <laughs> the Lord did use me for sure yes. awesome. to listen and respond. So I know for a lot of us, we know that sitting still and listening can be difficult. Um, so has there been a time in your life when listening really has been a difficult thing for you and what was
0: the outcome of that? Well, um, Back in April of this year, my husband and I, we traveled through Europe, and it was on that trip that I had found out that I was pregnant. And then about a week or so later, I had miscarried, and it was my very first miscarriage. Mm. And at the time, I had felt a sense of fear. I Mm. felt lonely, and I I almost felt angry also. And... um, I remember thinking to myself, I have no control, therefore I have no hope. Mm. And looking back now and recalling those thoughts that I had had really has showed me that I really did not find God's power as significant. I felt that it was more trivial. It was insignificant. It didn't matter. And I was so focused on what I was going through that I shut everything off. Mm-hmm. And I chose to close my ears and close my heart and say, no, God, this is in my control. And now, fast forward, mm-hmm. I'm 18 weeks pregnant mm-hmm. with a healthy baby girl, and I can't help but feel an overwhelming sense of guilt now. Because even in my lack of trust, even in my lack of listening. God had still delivered. And He still gave me my heart's desires, even though I did not trust Him, nor did I listen to Him. And so I I do feel guilt, although I shouldn't. Um, but I realize now how easy it is to um, listen when everything's going my way, mm-hmm. and how yeah. difficult it is when it's not in my control. And I, I felt like I was losing everything at that point, Mm -hmm. and how easy it was to just zone in on myself, focus on myself, and turn everything out.
1: Right. Yeah. I think it's, like you said, in those moments when we feel everything out of control, that's the one thing, one of the things that we can control is what we allow into our hearts and our minds to Mm -hmm. think about and dwell on. And so for me in moments when I have experienced a loss, um... Really trying to listen to truth becomes so much more difficult, Mm -hmm. even though we know it's the one thing that will bring us hope, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: even when it's not what we want to hear at the Mm -hmm. moment. Um, It makes me think about—this is certainly not the circumstance in this case, but it makes me think about the fruit that comes at the end of suffering and how rich that relationship is with the Lord— when he allows us to see that faithfulness, not in just giving us what we want, although that is good,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but in reminding us that he, his character never changed through mm-hmm. the whole thing. Um,
2: yeah. I, I, you've kind of mentioned um, listening and equating that with um, getting to know God and his character. And um, I think that is such a big, Part of listening, especially when we're we are having a hard time um listening and um just trying to focus just maybe um for me it'd be helpful just to remember that that um I don't even have to bring anything to him um mm-hmm. I just need to to sit there and turn my heart to him and just learn about his character and who he is and how joyful and fulfilling and satisfying and um i just think that's really neat the way that he made us that, that just that simple act mm-hmm. although it takes a lot of discipline but the simple act so um i know lord like with what you're saying i i know you said you probably feel a lot of guilt but i whenever you're talking it it just made me think praise the lord that you recognize mm-hmm. um how good he is in that, mm-hmm. in that instance. And, um, even listening to him now, even if you felt like maybe at that point you weren't, but, um, just praise, praise the Lord that, yes. that the, the fruit of what's come, not only with the, the little one, but also with, um, with you and mm-hmm. learning God's character. Thank
1: yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Um, how has listening well affected your relationship with others or with the Lord? I know we talked about knowing God and who he is be- when we choose to listen and when he allows us and opens our ears. I think that's the bigger part of it. Is he opens our ears and our eyes to to those things. But when that's gone well for you, how has it affected your relationships?
0: Well, I thought that you know, when I feel prompted by the Holy Spirit to reach out to a friend, mm-hmm. and I know we were talking about this before, um and just encourage them I find a lot of joy in that. And the recipient, whoever that may be, um, they're encouraged and they're strengthened just by my obedience to the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. Um, just my response to his prompting. Um, I find joy in that. The recipient finds joy in that. And um, I think that helps my relationship with that person just building trust, um, building accountability, Mm -hmm. transparency, um, a lot of good Mm -hmm. can come from that. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: And I know you, I've talked with you before about this, Laura, too, that you are very intentional about bringing other people around you into community. And I think a huge part of that is because you have listened to the Lord when He's put people in your life, and you've responded in obedience to call them into community with you. And so I was prompted in this moment to tell you that. And (laughs) I'm so grateful that the Lord reminded me because that's a really great um, Mm -hmm. strength that I think He's given you in doing that. Mm,
2: Thank you. Mm -hmm. I know this past Sunday, Dr. Murphy was talking about compassion and how Mm -hmm. important that is as a a Christian and in Christianity. Um, I think listening for me also really helps me to have that compassion and empathy because if I'm not listening to someone, I don't really know mm. what's going on with them, what they're feeling, what they're thinking, so um in order to kind of help meet their needs um, it's just not done as well it's not it's yeah. not as good of an outcome, um and that relationship doesn't isn't as strong, so I think just the compassion that you can gain mm-hmm. um from listening and you now sometimes it for me it's been scary to I'm like ah maybe I won't listen because then I don't know but I'm really just breaking down that barrier and and listening to people and really um trying to to help out and meet them meet them where they are um I know that's that's definitely gone well before and then I have seen it where it's been the opposite right and it kind of friendships can kind of wither and um Things of that nature. Yeah. Um, It makes me think about the
1: story you were telling earlier, Laura, that it's never too late to go back and listen. I think too, that the Lord is so faithful to remind us of things days, months after the fact sometimes. um, And how gracious is He that He allows us a second chance to listen sometimes?
2: Oh Try goodness, it. that's getting me all choked up. Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah. It just reminds me of like the kindness of the Lord leads us to repentance. How kind of him to. I mean, yeah, you can still listen. Just maybe if you weren't listening mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, he's mm-hmm. gracious enough.
1: Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was,
2: that was, a, that was good. Good, okay.
1: good. That. Um, Paige, I've heard you talk about um before an experience that you had, um when you really needed to listen, and the Lord
2: was faithful to be loud to you in that moment. Yes. Um, can you share that with me? Yes. So earlier I had mentioned about mental health and how that's been kind of something in my life. So I had um, a bit of a mental breakdown about eight years ago, eight and a half years ago, and it was in such a bad spot. I just had anxiety and panic, um, panic disorder, and my body was just so bent out of shape that I I didn't and I hadn't really dealt with it to that extent before. So I didn't know what to do, but I I um I was getting help, but I remember walking around the neighborhood because that was one thing that I could bring myself to do. Mm-hmm. And I did feel better after I did it. And just asking the Lord, I think it was about two weeks in. I barely had slept, eaten. I mean it was just it was bad. And I asked the Lord, "When will this end?" Like, you know, I'm just, "When will this end?" I'm, mm-hmm. and I, you're not really expecting. I hadn't ever heard him audibly speak before that I can think of. Um, but I remember the corner I was on and, and walking around the corner, and I just heard him say, "When you trust me," and um, it was, it was one of the most clear thing. It was weird because it's like you, you can't—I mean, you You audibly hear, but then you can't, but it's so clear, um, and it just was really encouraging um, to know that the Lord is in those really dark times um, mm-hmm. when I did incline my, my ear to Him, that He does still talk audibly. It might not be all the time. There's only been one or two other times where I've heard Him audibly since then, but um it w- yeah it was it was really encouraging and I think really one another part of that was listening i at first I kind of was selective almost in my listening because mm-hmm. I thought oh when you trust me yeah I know what you mean by that it's yeah well, I gotta get to this point of trust where then all of a sudden I'll be fine and everything will be healed and mm-hmm. um but he was really I learned as I've listen some more and work some things out um, that it he was saying when you trust me every day of every minute of every second, um, you know, you're, we're always growing. And mm-hmm. so that has also been good that sometimes even when I might have heard him and he was gracious to, to, to talk um, audibly to me, that also still making sure that I don't filter that through my own um, mm-hmm. thoughts and and pride and myself, mm-hmm. um, but really, trying to really, really listen and work out what what um, he's told me with with definitely with the help of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think there's something you brought up
1: something really wise, and that thinking about when we are listening, like what kind of filter am I putting on it? Am I putting my own filter on it? Am I thinking about how? I want to interpret it um, versus like, what does what does the word of God say about this? And am I listening with a lens, listening with a lens, listening with a filter of the gospel and truth, or am I filtering things through my own desires? Mm-hmm. I think that's convicting to me. Um, what has surprised you
2: about listening? I just said... What, well, I had two things, mm-hmm. if I may. You may. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, one, how terrible I am at it when I thought I was actually pretty <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> <It's like, laughs> Can you start. start? Me too. <laughs> Me too. Um, so you know what? When, when Camille had mentioned this topic, I said something to my husband, and this is not. Again, it begins. I don't know. Might want to edit this part up. Huh? But um, <laughs> anyway, no. But I laughed to myself, and then he kind of laughed because we have a running joke that I'm not a great listener at the house. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of funny. But no, I. I mean, yeah. It's just I. Sometimes when I think I'm really good at something, it turns out I'm not. When I have more of that focus and I'm thinking about it. And the second thing is, um, the effort it takes to listen and how hard it can be, um, definitely how rewarding it can be. But, um, yeah, the, the discipline and the effort of turning off whatever I'm oh, yeah. saying, I'm not on social media, but there are other things in the internet, like Kate Middleton oh. that you can get lost in scrolling yep. <laughs> or whatever, yes. like turning that off. And, um, you know, if you have kids, it's, it's a little bit harder to turn them off, but, yes. um, you know, that, that discipline of, i doing, and I don't do it well. It's great. I didn't listen much probably this morning oh, me uh, before he came. So we all here are definitely not pro listeners, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, just the difficult, mm-hmm. but good, rewarding. Yeah. It's a worthy effort. Yes. Very worthy effort. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And kind of a couple things that I thought of. The first thing um, about listening is that it requires an extreme amount of discipline. Mm. And the word that came to mind is meekness. And although meekness, I think in today's culture is somewhat controversial, maybe women don't like hearing that word. Um, I realized, and I learned a lot, how meekness is not just being quiet and not just shutting your mouth, Mm -hmm. but it's actually an extreme amount of control over your mouth, when not to speak and when to speak. And that requires, I think, a supernatural level of mm-hmm. discipline and and empowerment from the Holy Spirit. And the verse that I thought that came to mind was Proverbs ten nineteen, and it said, Sin is not ended by speaking, but the prudent hold their tongues. Mm. And as we're going through Women in the Word and we're learning about James and um, all of his wisdom about... um Speaking truth, but also don't be a part of this world. Hold your tongue, bite your tongue because your tongue is what can curse you and it can destroy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I think the second thing that surprised me is that listening begins with God. and uh, another verse that came to mind was john fourteen twenty six The Holy Spirit awakens us. He opens our ears and our hearts and he brings to our memory. Mm. And I thought of that and I thought, so all I have to do is respond. Mm -hmm. He awakens us. Mm. He opens our ears and our hearts. He brings to our memory. He convicts us. All we have to do is respond. And how little that is, Mm -hmm. but how profound and how big Mm. that is. And so I think that was surprising, convicting hmm For me, for sure.
1: That is convicting for me right here in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> me too. That is, that's something I'm going to think about for a while. And I have a friend that was telling me the other day about how they were also linking, I think you said it, Laura, earlier, linking the listening with obeying. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times in scripture, it's the same, the word that, it's a word that means those two things together Right. and they're not separate. Um, that when we're really listening to the word, we are obeying. And something else that you said that hit me is that I'm not always supposed to r- respond when I'm listening with more words. Mm. Right. I need to sometimes respond with listening some more. hmm And that can be a good response when I want to use words instead. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Paige, I um, have heard you talk about how encouraging it is to you sometimes when um, Jason listens to you.
2: Yes, yes. Yeah, so Jason's my husband. We've been married for fourteen years. Yeah, I I got that right. Um, <laughs> and he is—he is really good at listening, especially when it comes to gifts. Um, a lot of the things that he'll get me. It's something that I just mentioned. Here or there. Um, one thing that, especially during the pandemic, it started and now we still do it. But I make pancakes every Saturday morning, Aww. and I was having the hardest time trying to get the pancakes off the griddle, and you know oh. it was just was getting kind of stressful. And um, so, anyways, for the night, I don't remember. I think it my, my, my birthday or Mother's Day or something. But uh, him and Millie got me a new pancake griddle they'd also Aww. which i know maybe sounds 1950s but no it was, so it was sweet. really sweet because it was a fun family activity um pancake griddle a new spatula with an a m on it Giga aggies oh mm-hmm. yeah whoop. oh yeah i forgot oh, you're oh, both right. <laughs> <I was laughs> inserting my fake aggie whoop in there sorry <laughs> that
0: was a great one
2: we'll take all we can get these days uh-huh. um Anyways, my the griddle and just some other supplies, and it just made, has made the pancake making so much easier and fun, and mm. it takes us back to um, why we started in the first place, just to have some good family time. So um, the fact that he kind of listened and noticed that and um, was able to, to, to give that sweet gift to me was, was, really, was really great. I love that.
1: Um Laura, for you, what about listening when somebody listens to you? What about that makes you feel special or encouraged?
0: Well, my first thought is my husband. Uh I think marriage is another just a great example of listening and really convicting of listening. And so when my husband is sitting there watching TV and he's listening in quotation marks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's it doesn't make me feel that good because I always think, oh, he's probably not really paying attention to what I'm saying. But when he is listening intently, the TV is off, he's focused on me. He remembers what I said and it makes me feel special. I feel so cared for and pursued in that moment. And I think that's what women in general want to feel is mm-hmm. pursued. Mm-hmm. Um, and a great example of that, I just mentioned in passing that I wanted some chocolate milk and my husband, a week later, goes to the store, brought me some chocolate milk. I didn't oh. ask him to. <laughs> and I just felt so loved and cared for. such a simple thing. Mm-hmm. And yet I felt, you know, mm-hmm. I felt so wonderful in that yeah. moment. And just the simple act of listening and passing, I didn't think he had listened to me
2: mm-hmm.
0: or even cared to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet he did. And it just made me feel so good. Yeah. Yeah. When we started thinking about listening
1: as an idea to talk about on a podcast, my first thought was like, oh yeah, listening, we want the Lord to listen to us in times of trouble. And I, yes, that is true. Please hear me say, if we're in a time of trouble, the Lord longs to hear that. And I thought about all the Psalms when David is, you know, my bones are wasting away and I'm in this, I'm isolated and he's calling to the Lord and the Lord hears his call. And yes, that is so sweet. But I think... I forget a lot that it's those moments that are not, not a desperate moment. It's Mm -hmm. just a quiet moment with the Lord and he hears even the smallest, seemingly little things of our heart. And he responds so sweetly that help us to know that he's not just a God who desires to save us in, in our most desperate state, but he's a God who desires to lavish us Mm -hmm. with love when we come to Him with the smallest of our, of our prayers. Um, mm-hmm. And I think those are both really good examples of how people in your life can um, be a good picture of how the Lord dotes on us sometimes um, and shows us that He, he really is listening. Well, as we close our time together, I wanted to give a chance, if there was anything else that um, you can think of that might encourage somebody listening, um, listening, listening, about listening, um, but did not anything else come to mind that would encourage someone?
2: Yeah, we were um, earlier when we were talking about selective listening. Oh, yes, um, it made me think about this acrylic heart that my mom used to. Um, she taught in our when I was growing up in, in the church youth group and stuff with the girls, and she would give us this acrylic heart and talk about a pure heart and how. Um, What you see is what you get, like you can see all the way through it. Um, There's nothing that's blocking it. So like what you see on the outside is what should be in our hearts. Mm -hmm. Um, And that kind of made me think of the selective listening, because I think it's really hard to listen with a completely pure heart. Mm -hmm. Um, So asking the Lord for help with that, um, whether we're listening to Him um, or to other people, Um, I know we've kind of mentioned that before but just the the thought of not going in with our own agenda not wanting to hear what we want to hear all of those things but also not um, selecting who we might want to hear listen to I think Mm -hmm. that's a big thing I know that can be challenging whenever um, maybe there's someone that just kind of rubs you the wrong way or someone that talks a lot (laughs) um (laughs) Anyways, um, but just to remember not only what you're listening about, but who you're listening to and that everyone is valuable and everyone Mm. um, deserves. I mean, the Lord made us all. We're His creation um, to be listened to. And um, so just being careful with that and having a pure pure heart when listening. Mm -hmm. Mm. I've never thought about a pure heart in that way. That's a really good illustration. I'm probably going to Picture it next time I'm trying to listen to somebody. Oh, yeah. Just that acrylic cards. <laughs> so clear. Mm-hmm. You still have it? I do. It's in one of my purses at my house, but I do. I still Ooh, have it. Sweet. I carry it around. I, oh, I think that. I talked about it at a Common Ground thing Oh, nice. oh back sweet. in the day. So yeah. it's, it was obviously very impactful and mm-hmm. applicable to many things, yeah, including listening, but not limited to. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. Well,
1: thank you guys so much for coming on today. It's been a really, it's been a huge joy and an honor to sit with you guys and talk about listening. Um, And I will close our time in prayer. Lord, we praise you for being a God who desires to hear your children. Um, You long to hear our prayers and you long to hear our worship of you. Um, I pray that you would incline our ears to listen to your truth first and foremost, that um, the gospel would be the filter through which we listen to those around us. And I ask humbly that you would make us more like your son, Jesus Christ, um, who displayed the ultimate act of compassion. Um, By dying on the cross for our sins, I pray that we would be um, humble servants who listen to those around us um, and reflect your truth and your joy and your grace to those people that we get to listen to. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.